We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to Kits and Wagers. I'm Adam Zedrick, joined by Chris Owen. It's a big day today for Chris. He is he has the redwoods in his backyard and in his front yard. He has the Pacific Ocean. More importantly, Jurgen Klopp has signed until 2026. I've been hearing about it a little too much from some Liverpool fans around our Discord. But Chris, uh, welcome in, and I assume you're feeling pretty pretty well right now. Yeah, I am. It was good to wake up to that and see that he's. Uh, I just saw it on Instagram too. His little message to uh, to the fans, to, <laughs> to like, yeah. I love how he's like, yeah, you know, I, I think I'm gonna stick around two more years. My wife Ola said she likes it and says she wants to stay, so I'm gonna stay. So, like, good PR plan from Jurgen there to be like, yeah, you know, the wife wants it, so I want. Right. It has nothing to do with all the success that we've had. So yeah, good to see. Um, obviously, coming off the back of a, a good win over Villarreal too. So yeah, interesting. Nice little uh, Thursday here, and great start to uh, start to what should be a fun weekend of soccer as well. Yeah, I just want to point out. So Chris is at an Airbnb, and his Wi-Fi is not working, so he's on his phone. So you can see him. You know, he doesn't know what to do with his hands right now. But we're <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna make it through the show. We got uh, some stuff to get into. I wanted to bring up before we get into Premier League this weekend. So today we have Chelsea, Manchester United. Chelsea are uh, what am I seeing here? Plus one twenty to win. Manchester United are at home. They're plus two thirty five. We have Europa League. West Ham are home against Eintracht Frankfurt. Uh, Leipzig are home against Rangers, and then we have Europa Conference League. We got a lot of stuff here. Feyenoord are home against Marseille, and then Leicester. They're plus one ten home against Roma. Plus two forty five. I just threw out five games at you. Uh, does anything stand out from these five games? I mean, I'm interested in those that, that Leicester game. They're playing at home, you said? Yep, think, they're going uh, against they, uh, Tammy Abraham and company. Yeah, and, and, and Jose. Um, all their eggs are in that, that Europa uh, basket right now, and so I think uh, they're going to put out a pretty strong lineup and try to definitely uh, get, get at least a decent result from that. And it would be awesome to see them succeed in that that competition. I mean, I, I like Roma, um, but I, I definitely wouldn't mind seeing Leicester come away with a result there. Yeah. I haven't been keeping uh, too much uh, 
focus on Roma here, but I will point out in the first leg last round, they actually lost to Bodo Glimt, who is a Norway team. Uh, and then they won the second leg 4-0. And then they were just in Milan. They lost 3-1 over the weekend. So, yeah, uh, I mean, you can get Leicester at plus 110 there. And it seems like Jamie Vardy's healthy again. They're, Leicester are pretty much as healthy as they've been all season. So that's at least a good spot for them. Uh, West Hammer home also, like you said, huge spot for Leicester in Europa here, Europa Conference League, sorry. But same thing with West Ham. Uh, I mean, for a team like West Ham, you know, to come back and have a chance to win Europa League, that's pretty big for them. And we'll be talking about them later, but uh, they're putting, similar to Leicester, they're putting all their eggs in this basket. Uh, minus 115, so that's something I'd look at too, playing at home. But what do, what do we got? Game week 25 here, Chris. Uh, yeah, before we move yeah. any further, um, looks like you've got a, a real Sociedad kit on here. We are on kits and wagers, so you know it's a pre- pretty sharp-looking kit. Yeah, I got a nice uh, Alexander Isak uh, jersey here, you know. Well, I guess there's no sponsor on the front, but what, do you, what am I showing here? I, but yeah, I know that that kid has made it on, made an appearance on the podcast before. But anytime, I, I think it should just be a general take for any kids in soccer. But once you, when you can get those vertical lines going, like the old, like that one in particular, luck. like the the Juventus one that they've had for a long time, like it just looks so sharp. And you know, I don't wish that more kids had it, but whenever kids do that, I think they they pull it off really well. Yeah, and I'm now just I'm noticing on, on my back wall here. I have a athletic Bilbao uh, scarf, and then also associate dot. So I'm just going full full Spain today. Uh, it's just a Spanish kind of show, I guess. But uh, <laughs> we are not talking La Liga, un- unfortunately, I guess. But the first match we are talking about is the most exciting match of the weekend. We got Watford. Home against, these are not the odds. I'm trying to pull up the odds here on the screen if you're watching. <laughs> this is on Saturday. I pulled up Friday, but Saturday we have Watford or home against Burnley. Watford plus 165 to win. Burnley plus 175. You get the draw plus 230. Over two and a half goals, plus 110. Under two and a half goals, minus 135. And before I send it to you here, we got Watford sitting on 22 points. It seems like they're going to be relegated. Burnley, Burnley just climbed above Everton, sitting in 17th place, and this is this is a pure relegation battle. What do we think Burnley are going to do here at Watford, who uh, they really haven't been looking very good under Hodgson to close the season here? No, give me Burnley. Um, you know, they. I thought it was a huge call to, to get rid of Sean Dyche after like 10 years, just kind of what was that eight games left. Uh, they've played three games since getting rid of Sean Dyche. They pulled seven out of a possible nine points under Mike Jackson. Um, Mike Jackson. Huge call. Yeah. Michael Jackson. Um, <laughs> huge, huge call from, from whether that's the ownership or I don't know how that all works inside the club, but like, it seems to have worked. They got, they got um, like Ben Mees, like coaching. It's it's kind of a, kind of wild, but um, yeah. So I don't know. I Watford all season they've just conceded goals. Burnley have looked so much better over the last few season or few matches, and you know they're getting results even though they're playing away here at Watford. I am tempted to take Burnley at plus one seventy five on the win. Um, it'll 
and then you know they're they've got a, what is it a point on on Everton right now, and so they continue to string string together a couple of results here. They could find themselves in safety. They've got yeah they have they're two points up on Everton with a game in hand. So this is a pretty big game that they must have if they they want to continue their run in towards uh, Premier League safety. So I think give me uh, Burnley plus one seventy five on this match. I just like how they're playing, and I think Wofford can't stop conceding goals. Burnley all of a sudden like know how to win. So that's where I'm at on this match. Burnley somehow have figured out how to win. Uh, <laughs> yeah. This is this is a conversation we have every season. You know, at the end of every season, we're yeah. like, oh, Burnley, oh man, looking like they might go down again. Or at least the last like two, three, two seasons at least, you know, and now here they are, they're grinding out results. They have the players who have been in this type of scrap before too. So it's like they, they know what they're doing. So they are winning matches, but they <laughs> both those matches have been at home. And you look at their away record. They have one away win in 16 matches. And on the other end of that, five of their wins have come at home, uh, including their last two. And you look at their away matches, they have that one, their first match without Deitch, they drew, they drew West Ham 1-1. And again, we, we're, talk, we're going to be talking about the next West Ham match. But West Ham, they're in the Europa League. They're, they've been rotating. They played, uh, they started Vlasic in that match. Uh, I mean, Burnley played. I mean, they they did they did well to get a point. Uh, they I mean they missed a penalty in that match. I mean they probably could have had two goals, but they still only had nine shots in that match. And like you look at their away matches before the West Ham game. Sure, this was this was Sean Dyche, but two nil loss at Norwich, two nil loss at Brentford. So I don't know if I can put money on, on Burnley to win in this spot. Not that I not that I'm going to bet Watford just because. Look at them. <laughs> Look at Watford. Yeah, right, right. Uh, there's not much to say about Watford. They've lost, holy cow, they've lost their last 10 matches at home. So that is relevant. Uh, I, honestly, I, I'm not, I don't know what, what's going to happen in this match just because we don't know what exactly Watford, like where their actual mindset is under Hodgson. They've just been kind of bad. But I, if anything, I'd probably look at no on both teams to score. And I think both teams are in play not to score. Yeah, you can get plus 100 on that. And then each of the last four, uh, there's been at least one team that hasn't scored uh, between these teams. And two of the last four have been scoreless draws. So uh, for some reason, you're getting plus odds on the no on both teams to score. Uh, I, I assume that's because Watford ha- haven't been playing defense. But I'm not sold on, on Burnley, who may not have a healthy – uh, Maxwell Cornet or Jay Rodriguez in this match. So uh, uh, that's definitely something that could uh, hurt a team that's already thin on depth. Yeah. Any thoughts to this, uh, this over two and a half goals, it's plus plus one ten in Wofford's last, I think it was in La- Wofford's last five of six matches. There's been at least three goals. Uh, the, the one exception being when they lost to Liverpool 2-0 on April 2nd. So there's been a lot of goals in their matches. They, As you mentioned, they haven't won in their last 10 at home. Any thoughts on maybe taking a, a over two and a half goals at plus 110? Well, I mean, if I'm doing no on both teams to score, then I don't want to bet on one of these teams to Scoring win 3-0. Three three 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you look at the Watford games, but it's like they are higher scoring, but that's because they're letting the other team score like three plus <laughs> right. goals a lot of times. Are, are we expecting Burnley to get three goals? Uh, I'm not. I mean, away from home, definitely not. So, no, yeah, that's fair. They've scored, I mean, Burnley has scored one goal, two goals, one goal, zero goals in their last four matches. So it's, it's not like they're just like pegging them in. Outside of that Everton match, which was just three, a crazy, two. Yeah, crazy yeah. back and forth match that pretty much no one saw coming. So, yeah, yeah, definitely. Just assuming that doesn't happen again, uh, I'll, 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 I'll stick with the uh, no on both teams to score. But I, I keep mentioning the next match we're talking about. I keep mentioning West Ham. Uh, they're home against Arsenal. And, again, we're talking about this before they play Thursday against uh, – Ro- no, not Roma. Who do they play? Eintracht Frankfurt. Yes. Frankfurt. Yes, yes. Um, so, yeah, the odds in this match, West Ham are plus 340 to win. Arsenal are minus 125. And then the draw is plus 285. Over two and a half goals, minus 120. Under two and a half goals, plus 100. And let me pull up the projected starting 11s for this match, which I think is pretty important. Uh, so last match against Chelsea, West Ham went to a three. It was a 3-5-2, 3-5 Three, four, two, one, five, three, two, whatever. Um, they lost Craig Dawson to a red card. He's suspended. Their other three center backs are hurt. And I'm currently we're currently projecting Aaron Cresswell, a fullback, Ben Johnson, a fullback, Vladimir Sufal, a fullback, as their three center backs in this match. And uh, I mean, they also rotated in that match against Chelsea because of Europa League. So we have all that. And we have Arsenal, they've been looking better, but their defense is still iffy with Nuno Tavares, and they've been starting Uh, Elneny. What's your thoughts going to this match? I mean, it's been off and on. I know you you picked Arsenal to win against Southampton, and then maybe we went the other way a couple times ago, and then they just beat Manchester United. What are your thoughts going to this match? Yeah, we were talking. I took Arsenal against Southampton. That was three game weeks ago. They ended up losing that one. 1-0. 1-0. And prior to that, we said, you know, they, they really need this game against Southampton because they have a huge run in against Chelsea, against Manchester United, now against West Ham. And despite losing that game to Southampton, they came out and they beat, you know, two of the, two of the teams they're directly competing with for that that uh, last Champions League spot. So, all, all in all, we're not quite sure what they're doing, but I think against West Ham, you know, looking at their previous results, they've kind of uh, you know, over the last, we'd have to go back to 2019, December, December 9th, 2019, when they, when, uh, excuse me, January 12th, 2019. So three seasons ago when West Ham last beat Arsenal. So Arsenal have had the better of them um, for quite a long time here. I think they've got decent odds at uh, minus 125. We talk about West Ham on a short week, not having any center backs. I think, you know, they're at plus 340. I'd rather just opt for Arsenal here, even though, you know, between you and I, we haven't collectively gotten them right much this season. Uh, I, I just think Arsenal, you know, they're not having to deal with a short week, and they're, they're coming off two huge wins where they are going to face a West Ham side, missing some really big key pieces in their defensive back line. I think Arsenal is the side. Uh, I, I agree with that. Uh, you getting them, what I say, is minus 125 to win. 
And I'd probably wait to see exactly how West Ham attacked this. Uh, you look at their Chelsea match, they started Yarmolenko, uh, Ben Rama, guys who even they started Mark Noble in the midfield. They, they, I mean, they're starting guys who aren't regular starters, and that's what they did against Chelsea. But I, I do like the under two and a half goals. You can get plus money on it, plus 100. And I just think West Ham are kind of going to play for this defensive match. They're going to try and keep it low scoring. That's exactly what they did against Chelsea. Uh, they lost to a Christian Pulisic last stoppage time winner uh, last weekend, 1-0. And, I mean, that was because partly because Craig Dawson got a late red card in that match. But, I mean, you look at the way they played in that, and now they're home. They haven't allowed more than one goal in their last six home matches. Uh, I think the Arsenal recent Arsenal matches kind of points to the over, but that's kind of why I'm going the under. And I just think West Ham, they're not going to want to get into, a, you know, an up and down battle against against uh, an informed Arsenal team right now, especially without any center backs. So I think they're going to try and they're going to use their three center backs that aren't really center backs and try to to contain contain things and not allow it a ton of uh Ton of op, a ton of chances in front of net, so I think they'll try and keep it low scoring, and so I'm going the the under two and a half route. Yeah, that, that sounds fair. I just I just West Ham on a short week, they don't have a, a big enough side to really. I feel like they don't have a big enough side to to take it to Arsenal and right. Yeah, kind of mirror what you said is just like the, I'm, it's just going to be tough for them, especially without any like any of their three best defense uh, center backs. Yeah, it's pretty wild. Hey, how they just all the all the injuries, uh, and then you throw in the Craig Dawson red card. Like a couple weeks ago, Zuma got hurt, and then Diop was starting for him, and then he got hurt, and then the next match, Dawson got sent off. So it's been a pretty wild uh, couple weeks for West Ham's back line. But I'll be curious to see if they bring like a youth player in or something like that, or if they intro, or maybe they drop a, like a center defensive mid out of there and like try to play him at center back. I mean, I'm not sure who's in line to do that maybe, but yeah, yeah there, there are rumors. That, right. There are rumors that they might, but I don't, I don't know if you want to bring in like some guy that's never played in the premier league. They have uh, some 21 year old possible center back, uh, Ajibola Alisi. Uh, I mean, it's, Obviously, some guy we've never heard of, but playing with their E23s. So it like seems Declan, like a big. Sp- are they going to drop Declan Rice in there? And yeah, they I could do he- that. He has done that, but yeah. I mean, he didn't start last weekend against Chelsea. So, I mean, I mean, that's possible. I mean, that's possible. I, I don't know. It depends what David Moyes, how much he likes, you know, a trio of Cresswell, Johnson, and, and Sue Fall back there. It's. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> It's uh, it's hard to say, but this next match we're talking about, this is a Monday match. We got a Monday night match between, so another team, Manchester United, they play Thursday later today, and we're talking about this uh, before that game, but they are minus 135 to beat Brentford, who are plus 370 away from home, and then you got plus 300 on the draw, over two and a half goals, minus 135, under two and a half goals, plus 110. And if you're watching here on Twitter or YouTube, you can see we got a couple guys who are out today who could be back for this match. Sancho has an illness, so he probably will be back in the starting 11 for this game. Maguire, we'll see what happens with him. Uh, looks like Ajer and Norgard will be back for Brentford, though. So Manchester United, 
do you want to bet them minus two one thirty five to win? Probably not. Uh, so what are you looking at in this match? Yeah, I'm kind of gonna just avoid Manchester United right now. I mean, they've tough tough couple of weeks for them aside from that three two win over Norwich City. You know, four zero against Liverpool, three one against Arsenal, and now they you know they have a Thursday a big Thursday match against Chelsea, and then they're gonna face a pretty informed Brentford side who you know they they prior to the nil nil draw against Tottenham last week, and they had won three straight matches, so they're playing really well. I just, uh, you know, it's so much uncertainty around Manchester United right now, especially with a couple of those players, you know, whether it's Sancho, maybe not making it, but um, yeah, tough call here. I think um, I'm just trying to quickly find a double chance here for this match to see what Brentford's at, because that seems, you know, maybe like the safest play. Uh, But yeah, I would avoid Manchester United in this match pretty much at all costs, just because I don't know how they're, they're, they're possibly going to operate and um, yeah, tough, tough spot for them currently. Yeah. They just aren't playing well. They have injuries and they got the minute manager situation right now where we're not really clear what, if uh, Ragnick is actually being told anything from uh, Eric Van Tag. Uh, so we got that situation. Uh, but in terms of yeah. that, yeah, in terms of that double chance, it's still it's you, plus you 115. Get, yeah, so it's pretty decent odds, plus 115. I like that. I like the plus 115. I also like the over, uh, which is minus 135. I'd actually, this is a match where I wouldn't be afraid of over three and a half. I think this is, I mean, we just had that scoreless draw with Brentford Tottenham. But Brentford, uh, they don't play as good defensively away from home. And I just looked at their numbers. There's been 53 goals scored in their away matches. That's an average of 3.1 a match, roughly. 23 goals scored. Their 23 goal away goals scored is one behind Arsenal, more than West Ham, almost in line with teams like Tottenham and Manchester United. But on the other end of that, they've allowed 30 away goals, which is one of the higher amounts in the league. They've allowed more away goals in Watford. So you got all this, these Brentford away matches just seem to be higher scoring. Uh, so I like that. Unfortunately, that could mean a Cristiano Ronaldo goal. So I don't like <laughs> that part. But I do like uh, both teams to score. Manchester United's back line is, is struggling. And you combine that with the way Brentford allowed goals away from home. So you got two struggling back lines in this situation combined with for the most part, Brentford have been, you know, my, if you take away that Tottenham match, they've, they've had some success scoring. They've had a lot of success. And then you got Ronaldo and then you got Sancho should be, should be back in there uh, against weaker teams. Manchester United have been able to score. So I like the over and I'll take that double chance too. You get your Cristiano Ronaldo, anytime goal scorer odds at plus plus one forty, So not the best ones ever we've seen them have. Um, but it's still, still not I mean, terrible, though. Yeah, you're still getting plus odds. And then if you, I'm trying to find where our boy Ivan. It's actually that. minus 105. You might be looking at the Chelsea match. Oh, good call. Yeah, because yeah. he is he is plus 140 today against Chelsea. But yeah, it's minus 105 against Brentford. Yeah. Either way, that's minus 105. Yeah, not quite as good as what we thought it would be. I'd look at Tony plus 185 though. Yeah, definitely. He's in form. He's scoring goals. Yeah, give me Ivan Tony plus 185 on those anytime goal scorers. Yeah, I'm PKs too. 
We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So we got our best bets, our worst bets, our fade my bets. So we can start with me. Eight straight correct picks. That's right. Eight straight. If you haven't been watching, that's eight straight fades of my bets. Uh, last week, I thought I took the, you know, I took the easy route. I took Liverpool minus two and a half. And even though they had 80% possession, uh, they still struggled to score until the second half. They got a couple, but they did not get a third one. So there's another, you know, fade my bet that hit. So you're welcome. That's eight straight correct picks. Uh, this week, I'm going to make it simple. Not going to be much explanation because I just talked about it. Uh, Arsenal, West Ham, under two and a half goals, plus 100. So with that, I assume it's going to be like a 3-2 kind of match. Uh, so you can bet that route. You can bet the over. But my best my my best bet is under two and a half goals for Arsenal and West Ham, plus 100. So then the strategy to fade, hashtag fade Adam, would be to go the over two and a half goals? Yeah, I, I do. Just because I'm taking under, I assume there's going to be three goals scored in the first half. That that seems likely based off okay. my bet. So. Yeah, okay. So something like that would be the ticket. Yeah, you'd want to bet Enketia maybe for a couple more goals, get Saka for a goal on the other side, get Antonio if he's in there, Bowen, get those guys for goals. Good to know. Okay. All right. Look at those anytime goal scorer odds there too as well. All right, what do you got for us? Yeah, um, last week I missed as well. I had Tottenham and Brentford at over two and a half. Um, I think I mentioned for each of their four of their last six games had been over two and a half goals. They were both fine in the back of the net, and uh, you know, ultimately ended up, ended up at a nil nil. So I'm I just want to go off the off the uh, off the cuff here a little bit and think about something with a little higher odds. If I'm going to miss, I'd rather miss it at higher odds than than something that seems like a little trivial. Um, so uh, what I'm looking at and what I think is maybe a decent bet here, and it's a little higher in odds, is Southampton Crystal Palace draw. It's at plus 240. It might sound, sound a little bit weird when you're looking at the plus 240, but when you look at two teams with the, um, the highest amount of draws in the Premier League, the first one is that's tied with Crystal Palace is Brighton. Brighton have 14 draws and tie with them is Crystal Palace. So 14 draws. The next team after that is Southampton who has 13 draws. So the two of the top four teams in terms of draws 
in the league are Southampton and Crystal Palace. Let's just go with it. Let's go plus 240. We're thinking they're going to end up in another draw here. And, um, you know, higher odds, might as well roll with it. So I'm going Crystal Palace, Southampton, plus 240. All right. So, yeah, I just want to ask, do you think this is going to be a high-scoring or a low-scoring draw? So Southampton, they're just in a 2-2 draw. Crystal Palace, they're just in a scoreless draw. Do you think this this one's going to have goals or not? Mm, that's That's an interesting – they both are Crystal Palace has forty three goals on the season in thir- in what is that thirty three matches Southampton so I would I would bet more on like a one one draw or like you know a, I I think I'd opt for that a little bit more than like a two two or a crazy like three three. All right, yeah, uh, I, th- I think I wrote about this match. I have a different bet. Yes, I have a different bet on this match. So if you want to uh, check that out, you just got to go to. Sports betting at Rotowire here, soccer page, betting on Premier League, Game Week 35. I got a bet in there. I got some more bets in there. If you don't like my my under two and a half goals between Arsenal and West Ham. But Chris, you have to hike the Redwoods and get out of your Airbnb because you have the day off. So congratulations, Chris. Thank you. Uh, otherwise, I will be watching this wonderful manchester united chelsea match that's nice. happening later today so it's gonna be i'm sure you got some europa league parlays going too uh i'm definitely i'm definitely considering it here let's i think we should just do a, a premier league parlay west ham and leicester city both to win seems reasonable there right there we go yeah. there we go all right so chris you have Draw between Crystal Palace and Southampton. That's plus 240. I have the under between Arsenal and West Ham at plus 100. Under two and a half goals. Chris, thanks for joining me on your phone. Thanks for uh, fighting through the uh, the elements to, to make this <laughs> show. But this is another episode of Kits and Wagers. And we'll see everyone. We, have, we only have three weeks left of the Premier League. So... Uh, we gotta we gotta be sharp in these last three weeks here. We do. Thanks, Adam. Whether you're a world class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well being and proper recovery for top notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.